G'day everyone, welcome back to the Sports Ethos New Orleans Pelicans podcast, a sportsethos.com presentation. I am your host, Lyle Swithenbank, all the way from Perth, Western Australia. You can follow the show on Twitter, at Ethos Pelicans. You can follow me, at Lyle Swithenbank. If you've got time, go and give us a rate and review on Apple or Spotify, Audible, wherever you are, it helps us grow. So if you've got time, go and leave a comment as well. And uh, yeah, we appreciate all the support. If you have a few moments to go and do that, uh, because we're climbing the charts and uh, I can see the listeners, I can see you all getting involved and uh, and I appreciate that. Uh, in the next, perhaps next episode, we might do a little bit of a mailbag episode, perhaps, uh, if people are interested in that, I'll put a little poll up on Twitter. So keep an eye out for that, uh, and you can send through your questions, uh, and we can talk about that. I don't care what it's about. You can ask me whatever question you want. I'll do that. But what are we going to talk about today? Well, today we had some actual basketball. We Well, yesterday we did. Uh, Summer League kicked off, the Las Vegas Summer League, and I'm very jealous of all the people out there that are in Las Vegas at the moment having a bit of fun watching the Summer Pels, uh, well, go out and play. Now, what did we see? Well, wasn't the start that we were looking for. Uh, it was a late game. Uh, took on the Portland Trailblazers and unfortunately fell 85-68. to 68. And it really was a game that, I mean, it would be really good if we could just do it again and, and start again and play a little bit better because we came out rusty. There was a whole heap that happened. Dyson Daniels rolled his ankle after only eight minutes of action. And obviously as someone that I'm very high on, and I think everyone is with him being the eighth pick this year, it was really disappointing to see him roll that ankle on uh, one of the, I think it was Brandon Williams' foot. And it looked um, looked bad. They went and got him some x-rays straight away, came back negative, which is a positive, And uh, it means that he doesn't have any anything worse, I guess, than an actual uh, ankle sprain. So thank the heavens for that. Uh, Dyson Daniels will be back at some point as to whether or not that happens in Summer League or we see him again in uh, in preseason. Well, who knows? Summer League's a bit of a fickle beast like that. So who started? We had Trey Murphy as the leader of the team, Najee Marshall, EJ Liddell, Carlo Matkovic and Dyson Daniels. So Matkovic is the draft and stash guy that we got. If you don't remember, he started at center and Dyson at shooting guard with Najee being the uh, point Najee in this one. Honestly, pretty average game. First half, Trey Murphy and Najee both had four turnovers and as the leaders of the team, you can't have that. Uh, It seemed to be that they were... Wanting to do a little bit too much. They got done for a couple of travels and things like that, which were just uncharacteristic. Maybe a little bit too excited. But honestly, we dug ourselves a hole in the second quarter. First quarter, we we were giving um, the Blazers a touch-up. And then all of a sudden, they came back. And I think they scored something like I don't know, 13 or 14 straight points. And, and it was on. Uh, one of the fellas for them, uh, who was their second round, I think it was pick 58 or something, uh, being... Jabari Walker uh, came on and scored 11 in that third quarter and really blew the game right open. So impressive for him. I mean, that's for the for the Blazers. Now, what'll be like from our guys? Well, 
Jared Harper came off the bench 29 minutes and took over that uh, that starting, I guess, shooting guard or off-ball role. He, he really played point guard for most of the game uh, at, in Dyson's uh, in Dyson, after Dyson's absence. So he had 18 points, five rebounds, and he was influential. Uh, still only shot five of 14, but I mean that's nearly as good as anyone else did. Second highest percentage. On the, uh, on the game, not including Matkovic, who hit one of two shots. Uh, yeah, you can't have a 68-point game and expect to win, even in Summer League. And Portland by no means look good. We just look bad. And uh, it, it's difficult because I even tweeted out, I said, let's not form opinions off one game. And honestly, you can't. It, it's one of those situations that we've come into preseason or into summer league with a few of the guys, you know, Dyson getting injured early was, was not ideal. Jose coming back from Puerto Rico and, and having the night off, I think, uh, would have made a bit of a difference as well because he's a, he's an actual point guard. He, he knows the system. He he absolutely dominated for Puerto Rico and shout out to him for, for doing really well for his national team. Guys like that control the game and, and not having that guard depth. I mean, Najee Marshall's not a true point guard at all. He's more of a wing, and he was tasked with really bringing the ball up and creating. Once that went to Jared Harper, well, he was much better, but again, Harper had zero assists. So, it's it's tricky. It's summer league. We can't overreact. The shooting was woeful. I mean, if we go over to the team stats, it, it was woeful. We shot 27% from the field for the whole game. Four of 31, 12% from three. And I mean, what are, you, what are you meant to do with that? Guys were rusty, we were forcing shots. Trey Murphy took some uncharacteristic long threes uh, unnecessarily. And as soon as he started getting his eye in, he was dominating inside. You know, he, he was probably our best player in the second half. It just came down, besides maybe Harper, him and Harper probably drew in that. Just frustrating. Really frustrating to put ourselves in that situation. Ten assists for the whole game. Rebounding. Uh, we lost that 30 to 39. Turnovers, 15 turnovers. And when you have most of them in your first half, you, you dig yourself a hole and all of a sudden you've got to fight back into it. 14 points off turnovers uh, is what Portland managed to snag to our 10. Yeah, honestly, it just, it wasn't pretty, and it, but it was summer league. So we don't overreact. You know, Dyson Daniels had, you know, if you look at the box score, a bad game. He had one point, one rebound, two assists and a steal in, and, and didn't hit a shot in his eight minutes. But you're also looking at a stagnant offense, one that didn't have someone to truly create in, that, uh, in the beginning. No one really seemed to know what they were doing. And again, Dyson got injured. You never know what happens in later on. Eight minutes is not a big enough sample size to to put a, a judgment on anyone. Um, and and believe me, he is a talented player. We saw a big offensive rebound that he jumped up and grabbed, and I think that's going to be another skill that we probably uh, underestimated that he has, his athleticism and his ability to read the boards. I thought Najee was, was average. He had nine, five, and six assists, uh, one steal, but shot two of 12, and he attacked the basket and threw the ball out. He was missing layups. It honestly was just one that you put in that we should just put in the bin. 
We put the game in the bin and we come back and, and take on the next team after that. Because what else can you do? It's summer league. You get five games here. Five games and then whoever wins the most, uh, unless there's tiebreakers and stuff, I don't know how they work all that out, uh, go into the championship game. But is it be-all and end-all if we lose summer league? No, not really. I saw a stat that, you know, the last few years we've had good summer leagues and then proceeded to have bad seasons, average seasons. So I don't mind if summer league is purely a a wash. It's just nice to have basketball back. It's great to have that uh, those many games on during the day and, and seeing the young guys come through from all the teams. I mean, if we go to the quarter by quarter, this is probably pretty telling. Uh, New Orleans, 19 points in the first quarter to their 14. We then followed up with 17 points to their 31. And so we turned the ball over. We were getting it, let them get out and run. Uh, really just got touched up, which you, you can't have. You can't have a quarter like that in summer league where the total score is 85 and you only managed to score 68. I mean, come on. Scored half your points in one quarter. Uh, quarter three, we had an even worse quarter. I had nine points to their 23. Last quarter, 23 to their 17. But by then it was all said and done and it really was just everyone having fun. And uh, and I mean, that's what it's about. The guys also need to get the reps, get the rust off. I don't think we shoot four of 31 from three again. I just don't, I don't think Trey Murphy lets that happen. He's, um, he's a fantastic shooter and for him to shoot that badly from three is, is bizarre. Perhaps he starts on the inside and works his way out. Might be a better idea next time, but no doubt that gets that gets addressed by Jaron Collins as the head coach and, and the guys over there. I saw pretty much everyone's over there as well. So after the break, we're going to have a chat about... We're going to preview the next game and just chat about the Las Vegas experience uh, and what we saw on the broadcast and the like. So stay with us. We'll be right back after this. So welcome back to the Sports Ethos New Orleans Pelicans podcast. As I was talking about the game one of Summer League, the Pelicans falling 85-68 to against the Portland Trailblazers. Disappointing game. Not the way you want to start off a... Uh, a summer league or any sort of competition or any basketball game. You don't want to score 68 points in a whole game. It's a bit embarrassing. But all is not lost. While we saw some spotty shooting, we saw a lot of turnovers. We saw guys looking a bit discombobulated on defense and Portland got their tail up. I don't think all hope is lost. We got to see a bit of EJ Liddell, who I think, will be fine. He had two points and four rebounds in 24 minutes, but wasn't really featured. Uh, he also missed five of his six attempts, and there's room for improvement. I think everyone can can see that from anyone who played. No one played well. We had two guys in double figures, Trey with 23 and Harper with 18, and besides that, uh, it was pretty woeful. So let's not do that again. Now, what else did we see during the game? Well, they focused on, well, a lot of, being ESPN, they were to focus on the superstars. So we saw a lot of Damian Lillard sitting on the side of the court scrolling his phone, and then he made a phone call. And that was quite interesting because every time the ball stopped, we just got to see him scroll on his phone. So that was pretty good. Love that for the broadcast and for the viewers at home. It was 
based around the fact that he signed this massive extension, two years, 122 million, and all power to him for getting that. Uh, 59 million in the first year and 63 million in the second year, pretty much making him a blazer for life. Uh, I think that'll take him through to about uh, his year 37, I think, which he's um he's he's made himself a bit of cash in that time. So hopefully they can get him a championship, but not this year or not next, because that will be our year. We also saw all of the Pels who came out for a look. So. Uh, Devontae Graham was there despite having his uh, DWI the other day, which was not ideal. Uh, Garrett Temple was there, Jackson Hayes. Um, we saw Larry Nance, CJ McCollum was there. A whole heap of the guys had come out to support the team. Uh, Nikhil was even there hanging with Jacks, and that was great. You know, you see these guys come out and support the young fellas. That's, uh, that's fantastic, and that's exactly what you want to see. Herb was there, pardon me. Uh, the guy that wasn't there, Zion, he's in Paris at the moment uh, with, well, he's with Luka, Luka Doncic, while they were doing like a three-on-three competition. I think Jordan Brand sponsors it, so he's over there doing a bit of a meet and greet and did a couple of dunks and things like that. Keep the Frenchman uh, entertained, so lucky for them, but uh, we'll no doubt see him at Summer League. He said he was going to be there on the 13th, so he'll be there for one of the games, I guess. He's, he had a busy off-season. Brandon Ingram, didn't see anything of him, but who knows where he is. He could be around. He's recovering from that uh, finger injury, if you remember. Uh, he had that break, so he'll be recovering from that. And uh, I'm sure he will show his face in Summer League at some point. Uh, we saw Willie Green was there, Trajan Langdon, uh, David Griffin, I think, was there as well. And it was nice just to see all the guys. They interviewed him, and, and Trajan seemed very high on the guys that they drafted. Uh, obviously signed Dyson Daniels now. EJ Liddell still without an official contract. Uh, I think we've got to work out these roster spots before anything happens with that. But one thing I didn't really like about the, the broadcast, and I get it Summer League, but it's still ESPN, was the fact that the actual commentary was just is bland. It was boring. And I get it's national media, you know, um, we're only going to get some snippets of things, but it was almost like do a bit of research on these people and get the teams right because we saw a lot of, oh, and that's another foul on Portland. And I was like, what? And then all of a sudden, well, foul against New Orleans for Portland and all of a sudden we're taking the ball. And you need to get that right. Let's get the basics right because it makes it a, a better product. We don't want to sit through a game with this commentary that you can't... um follow along because they're just talking absolute nonsense but uh, otherwise it's good to have basketball back I mean the Pelicans I can go on all night about how average they were but again you don't overreact I think what we can take away from this is Trey's taking a step as a leader uh, we're liking to we he's really focusing on scoring off the bounce uh, which I think is a fantastic thing Naji is trying to play downhill maybe forced it a little bit but he's a bit rusty so there's plenty, plenty of positives. Jared Harper looks like a real pure scorer. We, we knew that throughout the season and, and with the squadron this year, he was fantastic. So it's no surprise that he played well. We'll probably see more of him uh, given that Dyson, I don't know if he gets over a sprained ankle in one day, uh, but otherwise it's going to be interesting. So who do we have next? The next game is 
Monday night, uh, so Tuesday morning for me, 6 a.m. my time. So I think that's a 5 p.m. game over in uh, Los, oh, well, in New Orleans time, uh, Central time. Take on the Atlanta Hawks. That's going to be an interesting game as well. Um, I don't know how their team's been tracking in Summer League so far, uh, but oh, they lost to the Jazz 72-66. to So it's going to be interesting to see how we match up against them when they had a bad start, we had a bad start. Um, I don't really have anyone that I know, um, so I can't really talk about any of those players. So, uh, But none of them really stood out as being any good. I mean, they only scored 66 points, which means we're two points better than them. So let's come out and hopefully beat them. Uh, we need to play together. But I think I'm going to leave it at that. It was only going to be a quick recap of the Summer League games uh, and... We will, I'll put out a post about the mailbag stuff if anyone is interested in submitting some questions. We've got plenty of stuff coming up this off-season before we start getting into all the uh, nitty-gritty of next season and previewing that and all that sort of stuff, player previews and the like. Um, so I'm going to leave it at that. I'll have a chat to you after the next game, after the Atlanta Hawks game. As always, this has been the Sports Ethos New Orleans Pelicans podcast. I am your host, Lyle Swithenbank. You can follow us on Twitter at Ethos Pelicans, at Lyle Swithenbank. Stay safe. If you're in New... Well, if you're in New Orleans, have fun and stay safe. And if you're in Las Vegas, have fun and stay safe as well. Everyone can. Everyone stay safe and have fun. I will leave it at that. Bye for now.